Hello and welcome to another episode of Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. Paul Cochran with you. No Brett Skelly today. Uh, he's, uh, he's AWOL, but uh, Tom Swiderski's with me. G'day, Tommy. G'day, Paul. It's good to be back after the Easter break last week, but hopefully Brett's listening in. He's dearly missed. I'm sensing a, a low-key tone from you, and yet I know that you're up and about, mate. Uh, I know I'm that you're up and about in this context. Humble in victory. <laughs> so Tommy's won the round. Yeah. Hey, I, what, a, what a champion. I've hey. done. I kicked back. I, I was falling off big time. I went from tenth to almost twenty fifth, and came back strong. So I had a good week. You um, you, you've been talking a big game, and we've been waiting on the delivery. You did make that surge, but now you've you've had the ultimate Everest moment where you've uh, you've you've gone ahead and, you, and yep. you've got the highest score. Well, you're equal high score. We'll get into that uh, a little bit later on as we go through the through uh, how it went. But uh, so what was it, 591? 591, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty score. good score. Yeah. It's a pretty good score. I went back and looked at um, non-double point, triple point rounds. So I, I think that was up there. So that's a good result. Yeah, that's a very good score. 516 for me. I was pretty happy with that, actually. Um, not sure how Brett went, but I do know that he was uh, being a little bit chirpy early in the round. You know, yeah. he was letting me know that he had me covered, he had you covered. And I must admit, I... On Saturday night, I was sort of just keeping an eye on the results and that. And then when it all finished, I was like, oh, who won the round? And I clicked on. I was like, oh, that's Tommy. Yeah. Tommy's won the round. I so, come from nowhere. Yeah, big Chautauqua. Yeah, yeah. Surge. What happened there? I was in the hundreds after Penrith um, for the round. And, yeah, I, I didn't really check. I seen JOK lose and then I, I didn't bother checking anything yeah. for a couple of hours. And then my old man texted me and he said, you're up there. And I was oh, getting close and... Yeah, I think I was one point behind with the last race to go. So what did you need? Or what? So how did it play out, the last race? I can't even remember. I think Brianna Lindsay on the bench for the Hunter got me. Got oh, me so you in. had some bench points kicking. I had you? one bench point, Brianna Lindsay. Wow. Mm, one participation. Yeah. Mm. So um, so were you keeping an eye on those on those results there late on Saturday night? Oh, the last two races, yeah. But um, before that, I, I completely forgot for a couple of hours. But it was good good to see. And uh, I thought I was going to fall short. But, um, yeah, dead heat rule and I've won. Yeah. Oh, man, it's fantastic. Um, you know, you, you certainly, you know, you, you set your sights on trying to trying to win the round and, um, you know, and, and get the job done. And, yeah, you managed to come up with the, with the chocolates. Um, so that would have been... So Firestorm Red won the last race for James Ratray. Was was he in your team? No, no. And no so any Josh Gallagher. Yep. Josh Gallagher was second. Glenn McElhenney third, and and Seaton Grimer. No, pretty uneventful fourth. last race. Wow. So you had Robbie, you had Jack Brown, David Morris, and Brad Abbott all in that race as well. Yeah, Jack Brown and so you've Robbie just participation. Clung, yeah. You've just clung on. So it's that that emergency kicking in at some point. Yep. Uh, well done, Brianna. Yep. She's been out of the points a little bit lately. So. That's been a yeah. That's been a, a very valuable get. Well, I had a few. I had a few DMPs, but I'm glad. Um, I'm glad Brianna was on the bench just to get me that one. Yep. Well, as I said, 516 for me. Um, it was it was an, an interesting week, Tom, because obviously we had you know we, we've we've banked on Cameron Hart so much. So then there was I, I had a few conversations with people before lockout last week. Well, dear, dear, keep Cam in your team because we knew that he'd be. He'd be driving at Menangle on Tuesday, but then because he was booked to go to Western Australia yeah. um, to drive in the Nullarbor, we knew that he was going to be out of play for you know, race meetings that we normally take for granted. And, and he, he had said he wasn't going to be back for Saturday night at Menangle as well. So 
then it was like, well, do you trade him out and, and distribute the money somewhere else? Yeah. Do you sort of take what you think he might get on Saturday, throw Jack Callaghan into the mix as well? Yeah. It made it a really interesting week. Yeah, so I seen um, Jack Callaghan had no dry, so I quickly I traded Jack for Luke McCarthy, which yep. was the winning move. So, um, But, yeah, it was, a, it was a strange week. I think it was a, one of those weeks where you had to get your captain right, and uh, fortunately I did. What'd you go with? I went with Robbie. Went with Robbie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I went with Robbie as well. So I thought there were some other legitimate options. Look at Will Rickson. Him and Luke yeah. finished on the same amount, 71, I believe. Yep. Um, so they both had really, really good weeks. Not yeah. far off, Robbie. Yeah. Yeah, I... Um, it was about getting your captain right. That that Luke McCarthy move is a, is a great move. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure how popular that move was. We don't get to see those analytics through the back end of the game, but I would have thought that any team that's up there high yeah. is going to do that. I mean, if I had done that with my score at five sixteen, I I would have been at your heels. Yeah, and you know, we didn't move like that. We didn't see Luke. We haven't seen Luke at Newcastle for a long time, and all of a sudden he pops up on a on a few really good chances. So that that enhanced my odds straight off the bat, which was really really good. I didn't I didn't equate for that at all. Yeah, all right. That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. So as Tommy said, uh, Robbie Morris, um, it was about getting your captain right. Robbie was our highest scorer for the round once again. Um, you know, he's had such a really successful run through the first 14 weeks of fantasy harness racing. So 73 points for Robbie. Luke McCarthy was one that I think probably caught a lot of people off guard. As I said, he um, it was sort of late in the piece that Luke was factored into some of the norms yeah. and, you know, and came on board. I wish I'd have, wish I'd have cottoned on to it. I, if I'd have been a bit more diligent, maybe, but 71. So that was a great week for Robbie. Gee, Will Rickson had a good week, 71. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to have the, the leader's jersey for there, there for a bit. Yeah, he was unlucky on Saturday night and I don't think he got too many opportunities, but um, earlier in the week he was on fire. He was on fire. I thought he was the, the captain's choice outside of Robbie and... He's pretty much done that. Yeah, it was that treble at Benangle on, mm. on Tuesday. He obviously, uh, he did well at Penrith as well on, yep. on Thursday night. So, yeah, good week for Will. Um, Amanda Turnbull, 59 points. Josh Gallagher, gee, it could have been a bigger night. Josh, he had to give up a few rides with a, with a bit of a nasty fall there uh, on, um, on Friday night as well. So some of his drives... Um, um, Weren't fulfilled there for Josh. Uh, Cameron Hart, as we said, look, he only drove an angle on Tuesday and he ended up with 35 points. Yeah. So, gee, that was tracking in the right direction, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, big you time. Know, 35 points. Blake Mickelhoff's a name that hasn't been on our on our top scorers list uh, all that often, uh, despite you know a rather hefty price tag. So, he had a good week, 32. He uh, had three seconds as well. Yeah. Um, three seconds and a third, week. so it could have been much, much bigger. Absolutely. Yeah. Glenn Michelinney, um you know, we, I don't think it's the first time G-Mac's been on our on our top 10 list, so 32 no. there. Uh, Tommy Ison, 28 up there in the Hunter region. Blake Jones, 28, and uh, Jackson Painting. Gee, i tell you what, I, I, I wish a lot of people would, would have been hoping that, or wishing that Kuhlman yesterday at their Carnival of Cups meeting would have been on the, on yeah. the program. Jacko won the first four races there, with, you know, from a point score um, situation, it would have been an absolute fill up if if that was part of the program. So, yeah, yeah it, it, like you said, Tom, it was an interesting week, and 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 I think it's almost while it mightn't have had a lot of the the ceremony and the fanfare that some of our weeks where the big bonus points have yeah. been up for grabs, probably the. 
probably a really crucial week in the scheme of the game and how it's going to how it's going to take shape with um, bringing a lot of the pack back together. And obviously, we'll get into the leaderboard a little bit later in the show. But you know, it was a, I I thought it was a, a really dynamic week for the yeah. context of the game. It, it, it would just turn the corner and we're on the on the run for home now. We've had the halfway stage, yeah. so it's been a been a good two weeks. And it was good to see some uh, lower rated drivers get some good points. Tom Callaghan, twenty three. JQ's Hughes, twenty one. Yeah. Um, Jack Chappell even got fifteen. Those are really valuable. And Scott Hewitt on the minimum in the Metro, yep. sixteen. So that's, that's pre- where that's pretty handy. Yeah, and that's where I think the strategy and the and the the shrewd investment in some of your not obvious picks mm. that that's what the game really should reward people who can get those. Those picks, those out of the box, out of the you know, yeah. out of the square kind of picks, right? So some of those names that you mentioned there, Jack Chapel was good for me. Um, Tommy Callaghan's been good, uh, but yeah, Scotty Hewitt. I mean, he's one that that one of our weekly winners named a couple of weeks ago. There's yeah, was one that got him across the line. So very prominent at Bathurst as well. Yeah, Scott. so yeah, it's good to see. Yeah. And like, there's lots of drivers that uh, at that lowest lowest pay scale that. You know, they don't drive every week, so they're difficult to catch. But when you catch them, it's very, very valuable. Yeah, absolutely. I do wonder about the captaincy choices. I wonder whether, um, you know, obviously we cottoned on that, that Cam was only going to drive that Tuesday meeting. You, you do wonder how many people sort of just had that set and forget mentality and, mm. and perhaps paid the price for that. Yeah. Didn't necessarily do the homework. Um, obviously, we didn't have a podcast last week either, Tom, so the Bible no. was missing for a lot of people. <laughs> Exactly right. Yeah, we missed last week, Easter Monday, but um, yeah, it was a difficult week to pick a captain. I, I chopped and changed a few times, and I stuck with Robbie last minute on Tuesday. I had I had three choices in mind, and it was Robbie, it was um, Josh Gallagher was my number two choice, but Will Rickson was was one, and you know I probably couldn't have gone too far wrong, you know, if I'd have gone one of those yeah. one of those three really. Um, obviously, at the at the top of the week, we probably should mention it. Obviously, there was a major. Uh, points malfunction when it came to the the Newcastle meeting Saturday week ago mm. um, basically none of the data was being distributed back to the platform so it took a lot of work from the the game developers to try and and correct that so some of those points came through a little bit later and I think anyone who was paying a lot of attention to the points would have seen this massive change oh. in the leaderboard of of how it played out um, obviously as we said we didn't have a podcast last week but we would have reflected on the Riverina Championships where we had some triple points plays and and some um, some different people. You know, some someone like a David Moran, anyone yeah. who'd invested in David in their team, um, you know, would have would have done really well out of having Sal in their team. Uh, same goes for obviously a lot of people would have taken Cameron Hart in, into that week as their captain, and mm. he won one of those triple points yeah. um, features as well. So, yeah, getting that captaincy right and so. Couple that up with those shrewd selections outside of the obvious. Mm. That's where we're starting to see some gain made. Yep, correct. Yeah, that's what I, I focused on that this week, um, and I will this week too with my a few more DMPs trying to square them up and, and at least get some points out of them. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winning. Hey, that's pretty good. Winner. That was legitness. That I say. All right, all right, all right. Wow, winning. Bam. Well, Tommy, it's playing for you, my friend. Uh, how's it feel to have the 
Have the sting apply just for you. Yeah, it feels very, very good this week. <laughs> I can't wait to spend the 250 But, yeah, the dead heat rule got me home, and I was lucky I made an account early. So um, that's what got me home in the yeah, end. Yeah, and that's and, and it's worth noting. We've talked about this in the podcast a few times. It's it's um, pretty clear in the in the game rules. If there's a if there's a tie in any way, it comes down to who registered for the game first. And yeah. Tommy, you were miles in front uh, on on that front. The game, the game automatically automates. Basically, it automates that. That's why yeah. you're sorted as number one on on the game. Um, so, Joe Reese was tied on the score with you, but uh, Joe gets relegated to second, unfortunately. Um, given that you registered a lot earlier, Tommy. Yeah, sorry, Joe. Yeah. Well, well, it's a. I tell you what, it's a cautionary tale for people for season two when we when we get into next year's game because mm. you know if you can make sure you get in and get your, you know, I I, I can't help but sort of feel a feel a bit. Uh, oh, me too. A bit, bit sad for Joe, me that, too. you know, on the fact that you know they they managed to do all the all the hard work by getting in and getting a getting a good squad together. Yeah. I, I'd be interested to see what the what the ca- um, comparison between your squad and and Joe's squad might look like. Yeah, I'll be interested too because, yeah, usually in um, some other super coach and fantasy games, you get to see who your opponent is yeah. and line them up, but in this game you don't, which is a good thing as well. I, well, I like that. I mean, there's a, it, it shows that, you know, I'd be highly surprised if, if you've got exactly the same team. So there's a lot oh, of different ways to yeah. get to 591 points. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's that's the thing. So, um, so you know, you, you talked a little bit about how you went about putting your putting your squad together, Tommy. Um Robbie was a good play, but Luke McCarthy, good play. So it's important that people sort of get into the like the fields are fields are out now mm. for the weekend and and the Metro, and the Penrith meeting as well. Get in and have a look at that now and yeah. try and try and nut out who the prominent drivers might be so we can build that score, isn't it? That's the way you got to do it. Yeah, and also distribute your money a little bit. Like I got rid of Bernie and put Ashley Graves in, but I kept the money there. Yep. Um, which I'm going to use this week in the Hunter to just shore that up because yeah, I've right. only got one one driver that's expensive in that area. So um, it was a bit of a two-week sort of plan um, at the expense of Bernie, who's got a few good good drives this week. So He's got some it, good ones at Menangle. So there's some, there's some options yeah. of you know, dropping Ashley and putting Bernie back in, but I'll, I'll just have to look at the fields tonight. And hope, okay. Yeah. yeah, right. So two-week strategy that ended up being a one-week one week yep. hit-and-run mission. Could be two in a row. Beautiful. All right. Um, hey, the overall leaderboard, Tommy. Hasn't yeah. you had a shake-up? Yeah, that's so that's probably been the most interesting part of the week. Oh, so we, we've we sat here, uh, obviously, like I said, we didn't have a pod last week. The week before, we sat here and said, well, you know, we thought we might have had a new leader, but, gee, Troy's cleared out. Yeah. And, you know, and we, and we said, well, we can only applaud the man if he manages to hang on mm. this many weeks in a row. Well, that, that lead's gone, and... Um, Matt Lapardi is now leading it. He's 48 points in front. Now, we have sat here and talked about how far in front Troy was. Yeah. He's now, 70. now Matt is 48 in front. And Troy's 70 off Matt now. 70 Big off Matt. Big swing. He's only just clinging on to to, uh, to third spot. It's sad to see. <laughs> it's sad to see Troy fall down. I wish he held I'm on sure, just a little bit longer. I'm sure violins are playing all yeah. over the country, Tommy. Um, Matt Lapard, so, yeah, he leads. He's 48 in front. Will Norman second on 8,092. Troy is still in third spot. And, you know, certainly um, I wouldn't put put it past him regaining that lead at 8,070 points. And um, fourth is 8,055. So that gap is pretty minimal 
between third and fourth now as yeah. well. Big gap then from fourth to fifth. I'm just looking now. Um, I've my total points is seven thousand eight hundred and fifty-five. Still, so you got a bit of work to do. Yeah. yeah, still a lot of ground to make up. Yeah, but a lot of time. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and that that's the thing. Like we're we're heading into round fifteen, so we still got what ten weeks. Yeah, ten weeks of the game. So, yeah, um, small targets, Tommy. Yep. Forget that two week strategy, making a ten week plan. I wouldn't mind another voucher. <laughs> ten week so. car, ten week cargo. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So look, the game. There was some big news today, Tommy. So you you work here at headquarters, and sometimes you hear little things that are going on around the building, and there was a. Um, basically an appeal uh, against the suspension, which was upheld. Now, that will be really, really good news to a lot of people around the place because it means that Cameron Hart is available. His seven-day suspension has been overturned, which means Cameron Hart's available to drive this week. Yep. So um, for a lot of – for astute – readers of stewards' reports and and people who keep an eye on on race results that would have – I guess seeing that Cameron was handed a seven-day suspension, which was to apply this week. Yep, that is now not going to happen. Yeah, um, that, that's a trade you don't need to make, Tom. Yeah, well, I was I was looking at it this morning, and Cam was out. So uh, decisions to make now. I, I seen him on, listed down for some drives tomorrow, and he will be at Bathurst driving a couple of good Jared Altran horses. So. Um, he might be the captain. He went from substitute to captain. <laughs> he went from yeah, out of the team to yeah. maybe having maybe having the armband on. So uh, Jack Callaghan's back too. So, so Jack was missing last week. Yeah. So th- there's an interesting decision to make there. It's a lot of money to try and find to bring someone back in. Yeah, I I don't think I can fit him in. Yeah. Now because I've got Luke in, and I might I'll keep on to Luke because he was so good to me. It. Yep. Um, but I'll, I'll weigh up Jack's drives tomorrow and. Um, Penrith as well um, Those fields will be out And I'll just have a good look Because you'd imagine Jack would be there On Friday night At yeah. Newcastle too yeah. So we've got a pretty clean run um, Now If you if you look ahead though um, We've got some big race meetings Coming up too So mm. it, It's around I, I like what you said Tom Where you've You've had a one week plan A two week strategy Yep With a, with a Probably even a longer term goal Ahead you know, yeah. you, you've got to think about what does that structure look like in over the next few weeks, don't you? Yeah, because we got the APG um, series races next Saturday, so um, those sort of metro drivers will be very prominent, and as well as you know, um, Bernie Hewitt and and whatnot. So, um, and I imagine a few travelling drivers will come and have a stab at the prize yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, just having a look at the schedule for round fifteen, um, an angle is uh, is it Tuesday now? I, I need to. Remind people that the lockout will move to midday um, for this week. So it will move to midday, uh, given that the first race is just after midday. So the good news is it'll will lock out, and then you'll pretty much be straight into racing and points generation yep. almost straight away. There's, there won't be that waiting period, but midday is your time, not one o'clock. So don't don't let that um, catch you unawares. So Menangle on Tuesday, you got Bathurst Wednesday. It's it's a fairly traditional model this week. Bathurst Wednesday, Penrith Thursday, Wagga and Newcastle on Friday, Menangle Saturday. So it's kind of the the template yep. formula that we've got, um, yep. but it leads up to some really exciting um, points opportunities. So big week in the scheme of the game and coming off where a lot of people would have traded out, say, a Jack Callaghan, the second highest price 
driver in the game, one of the highest point scorers in the entire game. Would have traded him out. Do we bring him back in? Cameron Hart's now fully available. Jack Trainer's back from holidays. Jack Trainer's back. Uh, Luke McCarthy seems to be back on the scene. Um, Bernie Hewitt's got some some drives at Menangle plus a, a, a good card at, at, at Bathurst. Amanda Turnbull was amazing last week at, yep. at Bathurst and we know what Nathan Turnbull does. So the options are there. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, and we're back at we're also back at Wagga, which is a really, really um, solid playground for your Blake Joneses and and your uh, Jackson Paintings, Brad Hewitt, um, yeah, quite often does well there. So the options are there, you know, th- and that makes for a good game, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a good week, and um, all leading into some a lot of triple point races next week. Yeah, but yep, yeah, a lot of travelling drivers and a lot of travelling trainers over the next fortnight. Well, and we've got good racing this week, Tom, because we've got the heat. Because as you said, we've got the APG finals next Saturday night. Yep. at Menangles, which means this is heat week, so it's cutthroat racing to get into those finals. They're elite juvenile horses, elite, yeah. you know, um, at, at age um, age category. So they're all trying to get in. We're going to see good racing, good good drivers in action. Yep. Um, yeah, it should be. And, and there's a lot of races. So the, ten race cards. Ten tomorrow. at Menangle tomorrow. Mm. So there's a lot of points. Nine at Menangle Saturday night. Yep. So that's a lot of points up for grabs. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mission failed. We'll next time. What this trade will do is serve as a benchmark for future business, Kevin. Why are you running? Why are you running? Kevin, let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you in a few minutes with an exact confirmation. Sorry, bro. Tommy, I don't think um, we can um, oversell this. Trading is going to be really important this week. Very you much. Know, and, and I come back to that point I made where a lot of people, I certainly did, I, I got rid of... Jack Callaghan out of my squad last week. I want him in my team. Yeah. Um, I'm going to need to make some moves to make that happen. You simply can't be top-heavy across every line. I think I I think I went big in the Hunter region two weeks ago, and I, I retained that strategy last week. I had Brad Elder in my team. Only came up with one point for me yeah. uh, during the week. So I've got a lot of money sitting there. I'm going to need to make some moves. What are you thinking you're going to have to do? I I feel like I should get Jack Callaghan back in the team, but I, I don't know how and I don't know who I'm going to drop from that Metro line um, without getting rid of another million-dollar player. Um, I've got a few DMPs in the Riverina. Uh, usually the Riverina is the hardest to catch because the fields aren't out um, at the time of you know the round closing, so it is quite difficult to, to manage the Riverina and Newcastle as well, a hunter. But um, overall strategy... I'm not going to change too much, I don't think. I'm not going to maybe just shore up the Hunter. I've only got play cues only pretty much and then, uh, you know, 200K drivers across the rest. So I'll, I'll shore that up and I think that'll serve me well. There's only so many spots as well. Mm. You know, I, so I replaced Jack Callaghan last week. Um, I, I used it as a way of getting Jackson Painting into my squad last week. It meant that I had to... Save some cash somewhere, and I bought Jack Brown into my Metropolitan line. Yep. Obviously, there's a massive price difference between Jack Brown and Jack Callaghan. You know, you're talking sort of 700 grand. Yep. Uh, but Jack Brown's been really good. Yeah. That's a thing. And I, and I look at it and go, how can I have both? <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's a thing. You, you know, and I 
So I, I'm trying to come up with a way where I can go, righto, well, how do I keep Jack Brown and still get Jack Callaghan into the squad? It means I'm going to have to lose someone somewhere else. And, and this is where it comes down, Tom, like you said, getting those value drivers who are just going to get you those 10s, 15s, maybe a 20. I, I had a good one during the – I had Angela Hurst, for example – um, Jag the winner for me in, in Bathurst on Wednesday yep. night. She ended up 13 points for the round at 200k. Plenty. Beautiful. That's, yep. a, that's a great outcome. Really well done. Um, you know, you mentioned Jack Chapel, 215k. He got 15 points for us. Yeah. That's, that's overs, what you'd expect um, at that price point. So it's finding those guys that can get you that just – they that all adds up. You know, yeah. between them, there's 28 points between those two at basement price. Yeah, that's what that's what a, what we've got to find, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's definitely the difference between winning and losing, but they feel hard to come by. Um, you know, many weeks go past where you, you just get ones and twos across the bottom uh, bottom half of your team. But um, yeah, I'm not sure what the big plays is this week. I, I think I'm going to play it safe, straight back. Well, they're all kind of you know. You and I spoke before we before we hit record on the show. It really is a bit of a usual suspects week, isn't it? Mm. You know, we. Um, mentioned suspensions before we've got a pretty clean bill of health yep so just about everyone's available yeah um, they're all driving they've all got prominent drives they've all got volume there there's, yeah. there's quantity so it's really just sort of having a look at the fields and having a bit of a guess at what you think yeah I did win. I did note um, Grace Pennell's got a drive at Penrith on Thursday night um, I'll wait for final fields for, for that but that could influence um, some people, as well as Blake Hughes, Saturday yeah. he's listed for a drive. So hopefully he picks up a few more with the duplicates at the moment. So I think those are, you know, there's an edge there, I think. Well, you've got Bernie Hewitt and Doug Hewitt both going to be at Menangle yep. tomorrow on Tuesday. So, um, you know, you're going to get that crossover points accumulation um, between Bathurst and um, Bathurst and Menangle. So you know, I look at my team, uh, Bernie didn't drive last week. No. You know, and so I carried 945k there. I had a couple of drivers in the Riverina, did not drive. Um, you know, that that's that's the difference between me at, what, 516 points and you at 591. Yeah. You know, that, that really a is. A fair chunk of it. Yeah. Mm. You, you take out those points. So try and minimise the, the guys or the drivers who aren't going to be competing, yeah. aren't going to be participating and not going to be pulling in points because – you know, if they each pull in, say, 15 points each, I don't catch you with that with that amount, with another 40-odd points, but I'm close. Mm. You know, I'm not that far off. Yeah. And that's the difference between being really competitive for the round and, and not quite getting there, isn't it? Yeah. So um, so you want Jack Callaghan back in your squad. That's what you're going to try. I want him. That's priority, is it? I don't think I'm going to get it. Oh. I, I'm going to have re-look at that Bathurst card. My only notes on the Bathurst card was, looks a tough card. Um and then Cam Hart's on the two prominent um, Jared Alchin horses. So um, it looks a tough card. If Bernie's got a few leading chances in the market, um, I might bring him back in for Ashley. Just okay. a hit and run mission last week. I've got um, I've got Brad Elder at 960 and I've got Tom Ison at 935, both sitting there in that Hunter area. Tom's done well the last few weeks. He has. Mm. And I, I, I think one of those will go for me. Um, in order to try and get Jack back into my team. Now, the problem with that is... Who's an expense up? Is I need to... 
I, I can't go Brad Elder to Jack Halligan, so it needs to be, say, Brad Elder to someone cheap and fill that spot. Tom Ison to someone cheap, fill that spot, use the cash, put it on one person's head, there's my three trades. Yep. So it's, it's not that one trying to get one person in and then I've got to crunch the numbers. Well, what does Brad Elder plus Tom Ison equal in possible points? And who are you going to get in place? In the, yeah. In the hunter. Exactly. So yeah. what, it, what might they get? And what's Jack going to get? And is is that mathematical equation worth doing? It's that's all, it. That's it's all too the, much. Well, that's how the trading system works, isn't it? You 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 got to got to pair up those scenarios. Maybe in a group of three, and say, well, what what do I think they might pull in? What's that score equal? Yep. And then think, well, but what does that do to my team for next week? When next week we've got APG finals. Now, as I said, we've got uh, we've got four Group One triple. Triple points plays next week. Yep. At Menangle alone. We've got a double points at Yugara. And I can tell you. Here we go. There's going to be two other triple points plays at Yugara as well. So we're looking at seven races with double or, yep. or triple. Six of them are going to be triple points. That's There's Huge. a lot of points up for grabs next week. So have a look at how you go about setting your team up for yeah. next week to put yourself in the best position to be able to. To uh, to try and get those points, so I think I think this week, Tommy, trading is so important. Yeah, and you got to have one eye on on next week as well at the same time, knowing that there's seven bonus point races up for grabs. So um, you drop Luke McCarthy this week. Well, you might have to get him back next week because the heats are on this week. We won't know um, what the fields look like until later on, but you can have a good forward projection. This is your captain speaking. Oh, captain. My captain. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Remind me, who, who's the captain? You be the captain. Who's the captain of this ship anyway? <laughs> yeah, so Tommy, as I said, trading is super, super important, but, you know, maybe even more important is is, your, is that captaincy spot, you know, yeah. like for you getting that right. You know, even if you'd have done, you, you chose Robbie, if you'd have chosen Will Rickson, which you considered last week, I lose. They got close, but there was a two point difference, and you don't win the round. Yeah, that's right. So you know that that's it's so important, isn't it? Like yeah, to get that right. I feel like I've pretty much the two weeks that I went really bad, I didn't get the captaincy right, and it made such a big difference down in the couple hundreds. And um, I think I finished four hundredth the week before. So um, you have to get it right. What are you thinking this week? I walked in here. Uh, into the building, and Cam wasn't the captain, but he's left with the captain's yeah. arm band. Because um, we're going to see him, we're going to see him at Menangle tomorrow. Not in a, not in a, um, the volume of drives that we're used to seeing from him. Yeah. at Menangle tomorrow, but, um, you know, I think his services are going to be booked based on the news this morning. Yeah, uh, he's going to be at Bathurst on Wednesday night for at least two. Yeah. And I thought both of those were winning chances. So, um. If he can pick up a few more, that'd be great. But Robbie Morris does have 10 drives at Menangle tomorrow, I did note. And he'll be there at Penrith. He's got Port-au-Prince in on the weekend. Um, in the, I believe it's in the free-for-all, or he could have gotten into the 90-odd rating race. So um, you'll have a few pom- prominent drives. It's definitely it's definitely up to those two, two boys, I think. Well, Cameron's got one at... He's got one at Bathurst, um, Ultimate Chevron for Jared Elsham. We know how that combination normally goes. Yep. Um, and uh, 
The form tipsters have got it rated as a dollar sixty-five at the moment. Jeez, so he's got, he would have another one in there as well, a little bit further down. But um, yeah. so you know, uh, I think we we can be pretty confident Cam's going to go and pick up points. Mm. It just depends on because he was listed as suspended for tomorrow. Uh, I'm assuming, and maybe he didn't get the best book. Um, with that according. Now that he's available though, you'd think there's, yeah. you know, there might be some other engagements you know, made. So um, he's also got smirks like a boss. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Mm. $1.40 at the moment. Oh, geez. So, yeah. you know, if he go, even with those two drives, let's say, let's say he gets a place in each of them, if not win both of them, um, off the back of going to be points accumulation at Menangle tomorrow. And then roll that into the big races at Menangle Saturday night. Throw Penrith into the mix. Yep. Um, it makes him a pretty solid candidate for the captaincy, I would have thought. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good toss-up. I'll do the form tonight with all the fields out and I'll um, I'll make my assessment by midday tomorrow. That volume that Robbie's got, though, you know, we, we see him... Like, he runs it sort of that 30 33% strike rate or so on wins. So, yeah, you know, ten points a go each time. He's in line for a big score this week. Yeah, just based off volume, and you'd imagine, yeah, Penrith, Newcastle, Menangle. Um, he'll be at what four out of the six meetings of the well, week. Absolutely, you yeah. know. So, I, you know, they're your two obvious candidates. Is there someone outside of the given given the structure of the the week that we've got with Menangle, Menangle, Penrith? Newcastle, Menangle being the ones that we know Robbie's going to be at. And highly likely Cam will be at three of them as well. Well, he'll be at four, given we know he's going to Bathurst as well. Yeah, um, It's hard to look outside of those two, isn't it? It is. It is. You could have a, you know, an outside chance at Luke, potentially. Um, if he goes to Newcastle again, that'd be great. Yep. Um, but, yeah, outside of the top two, uh, Cam and Robbie, it's it's kind of hard to see. It's hard to see Will getting another week up there with them based on, you know, the, the sort of feature heat races that are on uh, with smaller fields and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I think it's up to Luke and Robbie and Cam, really. All right. Well, either way, I think you, I think they're going to run close to each other. And, that, and that's, that's, so that's going to be a gut feel. It's going to be, a, yeah. you know, a, probably a game day late decision who you go with, but um, yeah, they, they they seem like the two most obvious candidates. Uh, I th- look, I, I think Jack Calligan will be all right this week too. I, yeah, I think he, we'll see him at Newcastle. We'll see him at both those Menangle meetings. We'll see him at Penrith. So I wouldn't be ruling Jack Calligan. And out I think either. A, a lot of a lot of people played the game like like us. We've traded Jack out last week, and not a lot of us can get him back in. You move on very quickly in this game, and uh, it can be to your own detriment. Yeah, well, for for me, it'll be Jack or Luke. I think one of them, one of them, have to come back into my squad. That's why I'll be playing it. And then I'll, would I'll you just bring Jack back in over Josh Gallagher? I've got Josh Gallagher. Would you put? Would you keep Luke and put Jack I in? I over don't Josh? have I don't have Luke in my team. Oh, right, I'm really gotcha. the way my team's set up. Like I said, with a lot of that money in the Hunter region, I think I can. I'm only going to be able to get one of them in the Metro region, really. So. Um, and it might just come down to money, you know. There, there's two hundred grand difference between yeah. Luke and Jack as well. So I got, I got, the, I got five hundred and ten thousand to play with, and I was just thinking then, well, why don't I put Jack Callaghan in over Josh Gallagher? 
seeing what Josh does at, at Newcastle. <laughs> I know. We, I know. I yeah, know. That, that always has it's me hard. nervous. Well, it always has me nervous on a Monday and Tuesday without seeing that that Newcastle field. Yeah. Just knowing that, you know, Josh could really hurt you. You know, we even last week. You know, like it wasn't sort of the week where we saw Josh come out and go mental. 57. But 57 points. Yeah. You know, like, without that 57, like, it just, it's just bankable. It just feels like he's so consistent and he just gets it week after week. He, yeah. You know, with his accumulation at the at the, the Metro meetings and then what he does at Newcastle, he just, he just banks up points. Yeah. You know, it's so dependable. So, that always has me nervous for not having him in my team. And, and at the price point, too. You know, he, he's, he's the one under a million bucks out of all of them. Yeah. So... That has me nervous not having him having him in my team. Well, Jack Callaghan's had thirty six winners this season so far. Will Rickson's had forty eight. He's he's been outstanding, hasn't he? So Unbelievable. Robbie's yeah. only had thirty seven. It's it's which just is that which it seems strange. Accumulation and yeah. quantity of drives and and how many minor places he picks up as well. Mm. You know, he's just picking up checks, isn't he? Yeah. Checks checks in this game context is his points. But Will Will this year, I was looking at this this morning, Will's striking at twenty percent of win and twenty five percent of place. That's incredible. On two hundred and fifty seven drives so yeah. far. Yep. Yep. Just That's so enough consistent. sample size to say he's flying. Oh, he's you know, he, he is so undervalued in the context of this game. Mm. You know, he, he is he is the bargain of the year and he's in the conversation for the most valuable selection if you pair up. Yeah. What you're spending to what you're getting, mm. he's absolutely in the conversation. So, yeah. So, um, you know, plenty of food for thought there. Uh, make sure you get in and yeah, you know, just play around with your team. You can roll back those trades right up to you know reset it and uh, and reverse your trades right up until we till we lock out the game. But um, get in and play around with it. Have a look at the fields and. and you know, and just and just see how your squad can take shape with different combinations and, and different ways of going about it. Don't forget, lockout this week is at midday, so it's just before the first race at Menangle on Tuesday. Don't don't let that one uh, slip you by. That that extra hour could be dangerous if you get that one wrong. Yep. So, Tommy, good luck. Uh, back to back, back is, to back. is pressure, mate. I hope so. That is pressure to be able to try and achieve that. Yeah, I'm going for glory this week. Going to make a bold move, hopefully. Good luck, mate. Uh, to everyone out there, best of luck. Try and knock over the big fella here, uh, and so we don't have him, uh, don't even spawn it about on next week's podcast. Hey, and and maybe Brett will be back next week too, and he might be able to. He might be able to. <laughs> who am I kidding? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is no chance. Everyone who's uh, tuning in, uh, thanks for your time. I uh, hope that's helped you out a little bit with uh, making some selections for your team. And uh, as I said, don't forget that midday. Midday lockout Tuesday just before the first at Menangle. Thanks for listening. Hope uh, hope we've helped you out a little bit, and we will catch you next week on Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. Bye-bye.